Of course you feel it. Now, what do you want to know? What I want to know is what's going... All right, welcome to the Big Electron here on Casey. Uh, thanks for listening. We, uh, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us here on studio at 573-882-8262. You can also reach us uh, via... when they when they first hear them um and we're talking about the so famous about what actually that is uh, in scientific terms and then some examples good and who is a well why don't you introduce yourself tell us uh you are a grad student here What, what's the process of making a genetically modified organism?
which we fire into it with a device we literally call a gene gun. And uh, we just hope that it lands inside the cell's nucleus in a place that's really convenient for it and won't kill the plant. Um, with so yeah, it probably didn't help right there. Uh, I would only add that within the context of mammalian cells, a lentiviral vector, essentially using what a, is a viral vector? Um, it's the hollowed. organism and they attack them right and change something yeah, inside yeah. our body so instead you use the that specific thing. So in this case, we're talking about genes, right? And um, or the animals to what we call express. Well, um, in some of our most And so for the insecticides, we, we take a cue from nature. We take a, uh, out of a bacteria that's commonly found in the soil. Uh, I believe it's a bacillus plant. huge web of work that's happened prior to yeah. us saying, okay, mm -hmm. I want you to modify this one specific yep. thing. I mean, even just knowing that, well, spinach is good for you for this reason. Well,
things lightly. I mean, as, until, you know, we've talked about CRISPRs before. Until very specific. drought resistant corn or they don't necessarily have to worry about if this one particular insect is which as consumers we should be happy about too because when I want banana bread yep they're better the only way. Yeah, what are some other ways that GMOs have been utilized to benefit us? talk about that or um, I know a little bit and I don't know if if Adam knows much but it's really important for um, eye development and also just development in general so if you have young children you have a really high um, incidence of mortality or if you have it in adults and Well, yeah, the thinking behind this is that in areas of the world where there is
note the high tech, you know, gene gun or agrobacterium style transformation of the plant where we're introducing a gene for increased vitamin A production. In yeah, local sure. conditions in the place where it's targeted. So you have to use conventional old-fashioned breeding methods to get that. In the places you want it to be grown. Mm -hmm. So all of this is a mix of different strategies and different methods. be dangerous <laughs> in massive massive quantities yeah. but and it's the same with the water they add a little bit of fluorine for it yes right it's yeah. just adding something we need anyway mm -hmm. in a different way Am I thinking about it based on the world population and everyone that could be affected by this? Yeah, the, the ones that. Go to a supermarket, you see two bins. Um, one is your standard and the other is organic. And um, I notice a price difference. And part of that can be. you know, an insecticide over the fields for decades mm -hmm. um, to decrease insect destruction of the crop by giving the gene that produces the
dull gray color called Teosinte. Mm. Um, <laughs> and for whatever reason, You know, if we're tinkering, I would consider it genetic modification. I think I would too. But that's that's interesting that that's not how labeling works. Yep. Yeah. So. Important to talk about. Yeah, you're right. I'll give my example. So earlier we were talking about dogs. This is exactly what we've done with dogs is that we've selectively bred them. We wanted them to have these weird wrinkly. or we wanted them to be good hunting dogs or whatever things. But um, whenever you have cancer, so that's why we have golden retrievers that have more cancer than, than normal.
the genome. You have got one copy from your mom and one copy from your dad. There's a lot of things that can exist as long as you, like, say you have one messed up copy. Well, as long as the other copy's there, you're fine. Um, but when we get to these, Um, and so I think that translates to GMOs because like with conventional breeding, that's what we're doing. We're selecting for that, that corn that science works. I mean, and nowadays, if we look back at how research was done 50 years ago, a lot of different things that selective breeding would take generations. Yep. They're junk. And that's, in my opinion, the biggest thing with GMOs. I would also like to say that um, get upset is if people are trying to interfere with research, um, if they're trying to interfere with things like these potentially life-saving products like the golden rice or the um, purely good-hearted people that are pouring their lives into this. And so that's an So, Kyle, thank you so much for being on, on the show. Absolutely. Glad to be here.
to it. Hello, Ms. Lauren. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So, uh, before Sorry for not mentioning that. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie that every time I talk about radio chemistry, people are always. Radioactive. Radioactive. Atoms. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Radioactive. Is radioactivity radioactivity is um, basically energy and it comes and so uh, those are alpha particles beta particles and gamma rays and they're all a little bit different but they all interact with matter in some way so it's just an unhappy little atom and it needs to just has all this energy it's ready to burst at the scene <laughs> yes exactly but um together are very strong mm -hmm. so since this energy is coming from the nucleus it has to break free of those forces and so the energy is a lot stronger than anything we'd get from like a normal chemical What do we mean with a stable atom that is just happy the way it is and it doesn't want to get rid of anything? Is mostly, well, the isotope that is abundant uh -huh. is not radioactive. <laughs> okay. which at like the type of atom it is so you can only have protons so protons are the ones that define what kind of atom you have right if you have what is it 14 for nitrogen mm -hmm. and you can change the number of protons to 15 then you would move on to another atom that's correct of 14 mm -hmm. so nitrogen 14 means nitrogen with an atomic mass of 14, 14. and mm -hmm. that's the one that's happy and stable yes. right mm -hmm. yeah yep. but we can also have nitrogen eight neutrons neutrons so mm -hmm. i work with heavy water so that's so, using yeah. a different isotope of hydrogen
Two proton, one neutron. Whereas mm-hmm. it's usually just one proton. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hydrogen's the weird one. Okay. And then so, you go up so to, you can go up to hydrogen. Have different isotopes that are kind of happy, right? That they're not considered radioactive. Right. neutron or deuterium happy, happy. Mm-hmm. hydrogen one proton two neutrons less happy less- you know that that makes sense to me that doesn't that doesn't seem too scary but there's a lot of history of sure um so i guess we should go back a little bit and talk about when radio, 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 radiation, radiation <laughs> was first. In 1895, a scientist named Rankin discovered x-rays. Okay. Very quick. Electromagnetic radiation, sort of like visible light or radio waves or something like that. Um, Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the x-rays, we discover them. He didn't know at the time that it was spontaneous. He thought that exciting uranium salts with light. Ooh. The uranium that's been sitting in a desk drawer on top of some photographic paper, the paper is... as radiation. That's really cool. That's why she's awesome. She okay. is awesome. <laughs> um, so she, 
they coin this and then the doctors go, wait a minute, this is basically like x-rays that we can. Right, and they, they can get to whatever. Yeah, they're need. doing all sorts of stuff like inhaling mm -hmm. the salts for lung cancers. Bits or rods, uh -huh. they would put the radium in and then let, let it just, just let it. So, so far, it all sounds pretty good. So yeah. far, it all sounds pretty yeah, good. No one's going to be scared of that stuff. Yeah, but again. Their mm -hmm. weapons, things like that. It's in popular news. Mm -hmm. And then the doctors are publishing these results, and that's also popularizing it. Mm -hmm. But what you're not seeing so much. out there to make money on all this, right. like, capitalize on all right. of this popularity. Mm -hmm. And so, life happens. Life happens. And, and happen. it's not all beauty and...
idea. I, I don't see how anything could go wrong with this. Yeah, at all. What, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, and so they are hired to paint the watch faces. So they have water, they have glue, and they have the. them it's perfectly safe it's perfectly fine to use there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it so they're getting I don't want to say I'm reading here on Wikipedia, it says I hire approximately 70 women to perform these tasks. So they're like- poisoning they started getting really sick and a lot of them passed away because of it and it raised a lot of uh, public awareness it struggle how much they struggle and something that uh you mentioned earlier as
market uh, who, if they get any occupational diseases, they have the right to sue their that they kept so they made watch faces for world war one all the time in between all the way up through world war through alpha particles and those are really easy to block they have a pretty short um, travel distance okay. do atomic bombs or right. no, crazy no, it, weapons. So, so many work uh, with radioactivity. And can you give us an example of like you said uh, you were amount mm -hmm. there's no physiological effects from it because it's well below any levels of uh like we're talking less than milligrams of material small small that you're 
giving or exposing your healthy cells to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And something that we have learned monitored we um we use protection we use things like lead glass or both the GMOs and the radioactivity, it's not the science itself that's scary. It's not having enough information to do the science in a responsible and productive way. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's worth continuing to learn more about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why we can't mm -hmm. be scared of it because if we're scared of GMOs and we a great way to target cancer, but if we don't investigate it, we can't ever get there. Mm-hmm. we find new technologies then you know we move on to something that is safer so guest uh, we're really excited about so yeah. um